Efren and Reap. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> so all the uh, radio announcements actually have a personality. They're not sitting there all monodrone. They always are coming up with new stuff, new twists. Yeah! Uh, every once in a while, you guys are not boring. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Efren and Reap. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. That's what you're listening to. On your headphones, wherever you're listening to Heffron and Reap Show. I'm John Heffron. Uh, John Reap is over there in... Howdy. Hurry. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good to see you. I hadn't seen you in such a long time. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been it's been a minute. We just got back from our uh uh oh wait, since I'm wait, I should be playing this one. Well, well, look who decided to come back after. Well, you know I couldn't just leave the way we ended things. You know, there'll always be that fifth frame in that small town that's going to be disputed. Now, I say that the pin dropped by itself and wasn't knocked on by no man. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, we see your live comments. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I see Zach, David, Bob, Drew, Mandy, Davey, and Donald, and uh, everything. So we are live. Hit the share button. Hit the share button. That helps us out. We're trying to grow as a podcast. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Me and Mr. Heffron sitting to my right, I believe, uh, who is in Michigan. Uh, Yeah. The place I just left. Uh, we just toured all over Western Michigan. That's how we roll tour was a success. We, uh, I don't think there was one bad show, but we were in Howard City. We were in um, Wyoming, Wyoming, uh, Mesquite, Holland, Holland. Uh, uh, I can't remember them, but they were oh, so Rockford, were, Rockford. Yeah. Should we start from the beginning? What do you want to talk about first? Um, first, I've done two podcasts now, and you've not uh, noticed. I don't have big bulky headphones on anymore. Mm. I, I decided to slim down. Are those those inner in in ears things? Yeah. Are they custom yeah, made? Yeah. Just, no, no. These are on Amazon. They were like forty bucks. You sound uh, a little tinny, but they're not as big and bulky. And. Hmm. No, I have you know big, I, no, I, I got better readers on. Okay. Uh, you see these? These are should I go like this in your various degrees of blurry? Uh, I see. So I'm, so I'm learning how to use these because I go like this if I want to be like old, and then I stare down at you like this if I want to see some from far away. So where I feel like we need. Where do you want to start? First off, it was our little. That's how we roll tour. Mm-hmm. Um. Excited. It was something that we decided to do whenever we decided to do it. I know that didn't make sense, but a couple months ago. Um, weird thing that we didn't know if we could put together. Yeah. Sounded horrible from just on paper. Yeah. That we were gonna do five bowling alleys um yeah, right. in, in towns we've never been, in towns that had populations of uh man, Howard City had eleven hundred people in it. I think they were all there. Right. So we, we going into it, uh, me and John, we get a room in downtown Grand Rapids just because that's where we know and that's where we stay uh, whenever the Bob is open or not open or I don't yeah. know yeah. Uh, what's going on there. Uh, and we had nice little 15, 20 minute drives to every place. So the, the, the things worked out. We'll mm-hmm. go day one. We went up 131 to Howard City. I forgot what the name of Howard City was. Howard City Lanes? Mm. Is that the the name of it or something? I I had six six lanes in it. Yeah. And uh, it's old. It's one of the oldest bowling alleys in the country. 
Um, one of the first ones, Bill, I took some pictures of it. And yeah, we got we'll, some good pictures of uh, that one. I had to look and see which ones they are if you want to show. Let's just have Alan, because there's so many pictures. Alan, if you just throw a picture up, we can describe what people are looking at. It might not be the order in which we did things, but. I got a couple on my phone I can literally show you. Oh, here we go. Look at this one. So Alan put this. This is in Howard City. Uh, That's me sitting at the uh, (laughs) console to where you – look how old that thing is, dude. It looks awesome, man. It It looks looks like like I'm about to type type in the code for war games. Yeah, Yeah, it looked like you are going to do some stuff, and then the transporter was going to send us to to a different time. I was was typing in – uh, global thermal nuclear yeah. war right yeah. there. And it's like, don't you want to play chess? <laughs> yeah, we got some good pictures from there. You can't tell, but there are some, the lighting, there were just some good, it was awesome. The ceiling was just drippy with yeah. whatever, the there colors. I don't know why I was standing all like that. I don't know. But I don't know why you awesome. stand and pose half the times. I don't know what you're doing half the time you're taking a picture, John. I don't well, have a method to your madness. There's something going on. You don't really talk about it. You just do it. Well, I'm trying to hide my double chin that I noticed I have. And I feel like I have man boobs in a gut. So I try to stand. I try. I suck in my stomach and then I push out my chin and then I squint down because I saw that's yeah. uh, supposed to make you look sexy. So that's what I do. So you're trying to focus on doing three different things at once. Yeah. Yeah. Then it just throws me off. And then I just. Now look at this picture. Now, a lot of people on my Instagram asked, when did I get the man bun? Because it looks like (laughs) at the top of my hair that I'm Mm -hmm. actually rocking a man bun. Yeah. It kind of does. That's a. That's from the ceiling. That's a light or something. Yeah. That's a light. Yeah. I don't. I, I do not have a man bun. So those out those lanes that we're standing at, that was our green room uh, because where we performed was the other side of the bowling alley where they removed the tables and chairs and um, yeah. and, and they and they just let us hang out in the bowling area. So we were just back there messing around, taking all kinds of fun pictures. Um, and then go to the, the next room. One. The room was I, I'm bad at at how many. I don't know how big the room was. Uh, That that was a different place than the first place we're talking about. The first place in at Howard City, the room that was a a different. I don't think we have a Howard City picture, to be honest with you. Listen, I just uploaded almost two hundred pictures into (laughs) Dropbox. Okay, now I don't have time to. If you want to talk, I can sit here and and go. No, no, don't look it up. I'll just I'll just describe it because this room was was interesting. Uh, it was a long room and there was nothing in it but chairs just kind of sitting next to each other. And the bar was in the back, but in the front was a little window like you're going to like a really cool dive bar. And then there was an ATM machine. Yeah. Right. Just right up front. And we didn't. And there were no lights. So let we kind of did. Let me tell Alan something real quick. In the Dropbox folder, there's something called photo August 24th. 8.46.56 p.m. If you can find 8.46.56pm.jpg, um, that is what John Heffern is describing right now. We performed standing in front of a window next to an ATM machine and the jukebox. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Uh, yeah, and... Again, I'll say this about every crowd that we came in front of. Every crowd was as behaved or better and laughed louder than any comedy club I can possibly think of. You think in an environment like this, you'd have one person that was loud or one person that was chatty or a little bit heckly or somebody getting up to go to the bathroom. None of that happened. It was everybody crushed from the get-go. And then people were just super excited that we would come to Howard City. Like, that was the biggest thing. They were like, how did you even, we can't believe you came here. And then (laughs) it it was an awesome show. Now, like, if you're new to comedy, you'd be like that. But it was so much fun. Yeah, I was nervous about 
all of these gigs. Uh, at this first gig, and I believe we learned a lot together as we went, right? Not just me and you or Brent, but the guys putting the show together. For example, um, you need stage lights and you need to play music when people are being yeah. sat uh, and you need uh, microphone stands. So those are yeah. three things that I would have changed. But despite that, the shows were still wonderful. There was one moment. See, you're you're up there. I, I went last at this gig, right? And you're up there after I made them turn all the lights on. Because when yeah. Brent was up there first, they had plenty of sunlight coming in the room <laughs> that – they didn't really have every light on. I said, you just need to make sure. I said, turn all of the lights on. We're right. not trying to hide anything. There's no more uh, theater. And we just yeah. got to turn the lights on so you can see everybody. And yeah. so there we go there. But, yeah, I did mention something about the ATM machine. I was going to – I forgot to do that that bit because I felt like I went long. That, that was the first show. I went last that show. Yeah. And I felt like I went way too long. We were supposed to do 30 minutes each. Um, I don't think – I know I didn't do 30 minutes at first show. Yeah. I probably um, did 45. And that's the show where then I play – I have – and by the way, if anybody has Spotify, if you want to hear John Heffern pre-show music, I have a Spotify playlist that I make every club play. If you just go to Spotify – and search, just type in John Heffern pre-show music. You'll get my vibe that I yeah. that I force everybody to listen to. I want to comment on Joe Tree's Seven's comment. He said, uh, you're literally famous and you have 12 people in there. You only see 12 people in that photo. Um, there's yeah. more people in the photo. All the way back. It goes, it's, you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. It goes all the way back. But, was, but, no. Yeah. What, what do you think, dude? It's a weird triangle room. <laughs> that, that it's like where the pointing at thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Um, so that was, uh, the first night we, uh, it was me, you. Oh, okay. The Alan Jackson just put a picture up of John Heffron and me and Brent Blake <laughs> in Holland. Uh, we, this is Lake Michigan. We mm -hmm. took a we had we had a day a day at the beach, and uh, got in the water. John did not get in the water, but me and Brent did get in the water. And uh, water was a little chilly, but it's I mean the uh, the lake is the size of an ocean. Yeah, and uh, Holland is really nice. And uh, we got there. I have several questions about our beach day, John. Um, okay, since we're at this picture. Okay. All right, so I was just at a beach for a week with my my girlfriend and her daughter Jody Myrtle Beach. I was there for a week. I'm a mm -hmm. ginger. Mm -hmm. uh, when I do the beach, I, there are certain things I have to have, right? Like sunblock. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not the kind of guy who likes to just simply sit on the sand and lay down on a towel. A right. lot of people love that. That's most of what people kind of do. They're like, all I need is a towel. In my swim trunks, and I'm good. I, I can't do it. So when we got there, I was very happy to find out that they rent chairs and umbrellas. Mm -hmm. So I rented a chair and an umbrella. Brent said, ooh, I want one. He got one. Neither mm -hmm. you nor Michelle got a umbrella or a chair. Thoughts? Mm -hmm. Why? What's the reasoning? Did you have fun at the beach? Had fun at the beach. I'm thinking now I should have got a chair and then brother, but I'm just so lazy. I didn't feel like putting, I didn't feel like pack. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of did the move where when you guys went into the water, I got up out of uh, yeah. off the sand and I just sat in your, your place. And then I would look. And then when I was luckily Brent's tall, I would always look for him. And when I'd see you guys getting closer, then yeah. I would jump off of your chairs and go back to my seat. Thus saving $20. You owe me $10 in rent. Yeah. Yeah. Just saving that. So we did that. <laughs> and then uh, that was Holland. Um, the there Holland was show moment, was. There, there was one moment, too, where me and Brent were just sitting in the chairs. And uh, Michelle went to just take a little stroll. 
and then uh, and then you walked to the edge of the water and just stared off for a <laughs> long time into the water. I took a picture of it. I have no idea where it is in these pictures, but I was like, me and Brent were like, what's what's he thinking right now? What's going through John's head? <laughs> just standing there looking off into the, the water. You know, you didn't get in. Life. You, you got the edge. You look like a you look older than you are at that time because I, bl- I believe you had the shorts with white socks and sandals. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You're standing Plus, with your hands on your hips on the backwards, kind of just kind of like just looking <laughs> out. What was going Plus, on? We right had there? a show that night, and then I I'm just such a I didn't want to get all gross, sandy, and wet, and then because we didn't know where we were oh, going to change God. before the show. So I was trying to kind of keep somewhat clean, yeah. Uh, so I didn't have to change in the restroom like you guys did, and you guys came out sweatier than if oh. you were in the water because it was a hundred yeah. degree. Hang on, uh, Brent Blakeney opened up for us every night. I flew him up there from Raleigh, and he's he's in the room right now. If you want to add Brent Blakeney, special guest, there oh, he is. Hey, oh. I haven't seen you guys in 48 hours, so. Good to see you, Brent Blakeney. What was, uh, we were just talking about the beach day. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about me and you uh, trying to change into show clothes. (laughs) Yeah, during the daytime at the, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, it was, you know, we were in western Michigan, but it is still, uh, it's still August. Uh, so it was it was a warm day, and uh, the bathhouse we were changing in before the show uh, did not have any air conditioning. Mm, yeah, so it, it was, was hotter inside yeah. of the sh- bathhouse than it was outside. But I got in the water in my swimsuit, so I brought a whole change of clothes mm-hmm. to wear for that night. And I thought, well, you know, we'll just change. I was hoping that the theater that we were going to would have a green room that with air conditioning that we could change into there but that wasn't part of the plan so we had to change in there i was sweatiest i've ever been that whole trip (laughs) after showering off and getting the sand off and putting in the show i was so hot and frustrated you guys were in the car i believe i text both of you please turn on the air conditioning as hard as it'll go like i'm suffering and I did get sunburned. It was just the heat inside of there it made it miserable. And then that show in Holland, uh, in in Holland, in Holland was jammed. Guy who said we performed in front of twelve people, that was jammed all the way to the back. And we had two stools, two mics this time, <laughs> uh, two mic stands. Yeah. Um, on the Holland show. But also, I got this, John, and maybe you and Brent. I mean, listen, I'm all for. I can I can take criticism. I'm not, I'm I'm not a baby, okay. 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 Here's what some, somebody said. I posted a picture or a video of us or something, and then this person said, "Of all the things you've shared, this by far is the most fun. Love this." Uh, BTW comma yesterday, John told us all in his live feed just how you drive. Ha 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 ha! (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah! I'll talk talk to your face, buddy. (laughs) I got car sick. I mean, legit, where I was sweating, and I thought I was going to throw up. Um, For for me driving, it's a couple things. Yeah. Um, Me being in the back seat. Now I've taken Ubers where I've been in the back, and that's not a problem. So I, I can't chalk it up to that. I believe it was just, it, it was, your car's got a lot of stuff in it, right? So I was a little claustrophobic. I'm back there. There's like a first aid kit. There's a tackle <laughs> box. There's like socks. I'm afraid to lean on your shirt because you hung it. A, <laughs> and, and, and you're hitting the gas and the brake like one after the other. And then you're getting frustrated because you got the ways going and the girlfriend's got the other uh, uh, Google Maps going and they're arguing with each other. And, <laughs> and, and, and you're getting upset and, 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 and there's a lot going on at once. And I was just trying to survive, man. I was just back there with my head down, just going. (sighs) (sighs) Every time we get out of the car, no matter where we were, I would be like, I just need to stand here and breathe for a minute. 
Because I remember after one of the one of the shows or or something, we either were coming from or we got back from. John uh, gets out of the car and he closes the door and he goes, "That one was pretty good. That drive back, that that one was was okay." And you just said that like out of blue, and I didn't know under what I'm like the show. The show was okay. You're like. No, You're to drunk. drive back. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah, you almost go like you were scoring me, like it was the voice or something. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that one. Yeah. I, I'm confused and perplexed by your driving skills because you've been doing comedy for, I don't know, 40, 35 years. And you've been in every state in this country. And I know you had to, I know you know how to get from point A to point B. But you with the GPS, it's it's hilarious. What did you do before I get, that? I get because well, I was by myself. The more people that are in the car, the more stressed I get. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a good driver by myself. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I play my music. I have you know, and then I have my drinks and snacks on the passenger seat, and then the back can be. Um, you know, by the way, I, I had a safety kit and a whole uh, little thing in case anything went down. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you guys had to like sit around it, but had there been an emergency, mm-hmm. then I would have been I would have been a, a superhero. Yes. Yeah. Because there was a no, lot of we, stuff. We, back then. we got there. There was conversation. Um, I'll just tell you, me and Brent side talked. Should <laughs> we take an Uber to the next gig and just oh, meet really? and just meet John there? Were you really, you guys were going to say, what were you going to tell me as an excuse? I text you. I said, Hey man, um, when do we go into the show? No biggie. Brent and I can just meet you there. <laughs> and you're like, no, just be there at seven. I'm like, damn, he wants to drive. Now remember <laughs> we, we talked about getting an Uber a couple of times just so, you know, you wouldn't have to drive if you wanted to have, have fun there for a minute. So. Oh, I found it right here. Uh, just checking in. What time shall we leave? Or do you want me? Or do you, now I'm reading it different. Yeah, just checking yeah. in. See what time we want to leave. Or do you just want me and Brent to just grab an Uber? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. And I go 30 minute drive. We can okay. uh, leave at six. And then you just wrote, sounds good. But now I know the real tone. You're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Brent and I can take an Uber. <laughs> we can, it's, I don't know. It's you know, you don't have to have all that stress of people watching you drive. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So that that was an interesting dynamic. Um, <laughs> but we my Jeep is jumpy. It kind of it doesn't handle super well. It kind of it's got a lot of little rock and roll to it. It's got a lot of rock and roll to it. Um, yeah. But but it's fine. I'm just not used to being in, in the back seat with that. Like I, I I'm used to driving, dude. I've been driving my new car a lot, so I, I like. Driving. Well, that way I didn't know. I mean, you guys weren't mad at me, but then on Saturday, um, I only had a hotel room until Saturday, <laughs> so I check out of my room at 11 a.m. and then we're leaving at 6 p.m. to go to the next show. So I take my stuff down to the to my. Uh, Jeep, and then I have a shirt that's super wrinkly, and then I have a white shirt that goes under it that's super wrinkly. And I get in the car and I sit there, and I'm like, I wonder, I should probably, um, you know, call those guys, and maybe I can just sit in somebody's room. So as I'm waiting for that, I, I put out my shirt and I hang it in the back. And luckily, I have sprayed de wrinkler already in the Jeep. It's one of the things I travel with. I started spraying that down and then I put in some shot a, and then I just put my head back and then I fell asleep for like 30 minutes. Um, and then I got out and I brushed my teeth and I put a bottle of water on the tooth and I spit and I'm almost on the car next to me. I got back in and I'm like, well, I'm hungry. And then I called Brandy. He goes, yeah, let's go to Arby's. So we go to Arby's. And then I'm coming back and I'm like, I think I left my glasses in Arby's parking lot. And then Brent just goes, we'll, we'll see you at six and just gets out of the car <laughs> and leaves and then goes back to his room. So I sat <laughs> in the parking oh, lot in my Jeep from 11 o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night. That was almost seven hours of sitting in my car. And then I drove to the show. And then drove two and a half hours home. 
Yeah, because you chose to do all of those things. Um, <laughs> you could have come to my room. You, uh, I remember you saying something the night before, uh, before we said goodnight. You said, like, I, I, I'm checking out tomorrow. They're making me leave at noon. I was like, well, my couch folds out into a bed if you want to come up here. I threw it out there. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I got the text about food, and I wasn't hungry. I said, you guys go ahead and eat. I'm going to head down to the pool. And then when you guys got together with the food, I go, well, he probably went to Brent's room or something because I hadn't heard from you after that. Now, had you text me, oh, by the way, I found my glasses. I'm back from Arby's. Can I come up there? I would have said, well, of course. I would have put my clothes on, but I would have said, of course. My room Uh, is very nice and tidy, by the way. I'm just saying I also got the vibe of like, I'm just going to go get my glasses and I kind of just – you know, want to be alone for a few minutes. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> well, then I also texted, uh, you texted at five forty. So I've been now in the hot Jeep for almost five and a half hours. Uh, what time are we leaving? And they said, I'm ready. Anytime. I've been sitting in my car since 11. Uh, then like, the oh. next, the next then John uh, replies, okie dokie. <laughs> That was, that, I was that like, was his response. And then I said earlier, uh, it says you have an hour drive. We should leave soon and then be down in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's when I immediately called Brent and was like, dude, uh, <laughs> I think we have to leave now. Are you ready? He go, And you said I was about to start to get ready. I'm like, he's in the car. Well, and I said he, I, I had everything. Everything was iron. Everything was laid out. My bag was packed. Yeah. It was just. shower do my hair put my clothes on yeah so 10 minutes so then we went to uh so that was the one the show we did in what was the last place muskegon yeah uh alan you put up a picture of us earlier it's the one where there's actually lanes behind us if you want to show that picture again so this room with the picture you really can't tell but it had such a cool vibe. The, the room was almost perfect, like a perfect square. So there wasn't any, anything weird about it. There were a couple hundred people just in rows. The guy who owns this place built a stage that clicks over the lanes. So you didn't, you could walk almost like three lanes and not step over anything. He made it right. flush with all this rubber around it. So you wouldn't fall. Uh, we didn't have a mic stand was the only thing, but it was, su- and then there was a bar in the back that if you just close the door, you couldn't hear anybody. It was such a cool vibe. Again, that show, everybody destroyed and not one person was loud. Not one person yeah. heckled or it was, they were just great. You know, I, yeah. I think it's comedy clubs with, with the word bone in it, you know, on a second show Friday when you're like, Oh my God, does anybody work here? To shut these people up and that place w- was a pretty was you know i i rather good, do many of those than one drive in do what it had good comedy club dimensions like low, yes. like the ceilings were super low the people were packed in tight the stage wasn't you know you weren't six feet looking down on everybody yep it looked cool as well i was mm-hmm. worried about the lanes the bowling alley um all that stuff but visually i mean it looked it looked cool to have all that stuff behind you mm-hmm. it really uh, did yeah yeah i was so tempted to grab a ball and just throw it down there at the end of my <laughs> set um but you know that would have been a douche move but yeah the, the sound was good that was one of the places we didn't have a mic stand mm-hmm. john did a funny thing Um, this was, would have been at, in Wyoming at the spectrum spectrum one. Yeah. Alan, that's the one that's the gray room. Yes. I see a picture of my least favorite one. That was my least favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Because look, this is not a comedy room. (laughs) No, the ceilings are too high. Yeah. Now again, we had a blast. The audience had a good time. Everybody did fine, but it could have been a probably 10 times better had a couple of things been different. Ceiling's too high. Uh, no mic stand. The speaker that we're talking, the Comes mic, from, the, yeah, from the above, it's coming down. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. So that's not good. You can't, you, you can't even understand all the words that what we're saying, uh, especially if you're in the back. 
Um, and the lights, horrible. There's no lights coming at us. They're just coming down. So this was another one I had. I told the guy, go ahead and turn on all the lights because he was yeah. trying to just do one segment of lights to make it look like a stage. I'm like, you just need to light this whole room because uh, I'm visual. I need them to see what I'm yeah. doing. And that one um, was the only non-bowling alley. Again, a couple hundred people there because it went back pretty far too. Mm-hmm. There was no chair. There was, there was no chair or mic stand. And it's weird right. uh, because we're in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is known for building furniture. I know Hickory <laughs> is a big furniture building thing. Oh, yeah. Not, Grand only, Rapids. not only that, but in a room next to us, there was yeah. karaoke where they had two mic stands. Mm-hmm. Two mic stands that are just sitting there and we tried to get them and they would not loan us the mic stands for the hour that we needed them. Along with a pretty empty bar that had high high top chairs nobody was sitting in. Well, it's Grand Rapids. It could have had the Amish make us a chair. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe not an Amish yeah. mic stand. I get that. I maybe. almost took one of the brooms back yeah. there and found like a hair clip from somebody and made a mic stand. Um, do you the remember cool. that's the, uh, the green room that we stayed in there was the cool golf simulator game room area, which was fun. Yeah. I'm going to try to send that picture. That yeah. was, that was just great because I kind of felt like we had carte blanche to, well, it was, it was a simulator um, and you could kick soccer balls, footballs, golf. And we just Brent somehow like a, like a, just a savant knew how to work the machine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we I'm were playing, uh, I mean, uh, and the, the guy, one of the guys who opened for us, a guy named Bruce and Brant were having a driving contest who could drive the ball the furthest. And I think the guy, Bruce took a swing and uh, re-injured his meniscus. <laughs> Well, there was one, there was a football that you had to kick and put it through the field goal. And I didn't, everybody who tried to kick the ball, like, like split their hamstring, like easy. And then the soccer guy, then there was a guy who was like, I used to play juniors or junior league uh, or junior Olympics. And I don't know if I would announce that before I was about to kick a soccer ball. I would have kept that (laughs) myself. And then if yeah. I was awesome, then I'd be like, well, I used to play. But before he even kicked it, we all yeah. just kind of shut up. You're like, this dude's going to like Yeah, suck. he made the announcement and he went up there and just – he kicked it and then missed the goal. Like he didn't score. And that was hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm trying to read some of these comments. I was showing my 75-year-old mom some rape on YouTube. She loves his facial expression. Well, thank you, Hill Climber 876 Zach Shimrock, unless, of course, if they decide first and second, John's not enough. I can't. It just went away. A lot of comments happening at once. This is good. Um, but we had fun. I want to thank everyone who came to the show. Yeah. Uh, jo- John was very funny. Um, I was very funny. Here we are at Rockford Bowling Lanes. And I really enjoyed because I've known Brent now for how long, Brent? Um Six years? Six, seven years. Six or seven, yeah. And, and, and you know, normally you open for me, um, so I, I don't get to see you flex your muscles as hard as I think you can. And one night you you really flexed, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I would love to see Brent yeah. on a headlining set because you did really great. Oh, um, thanks, man. You did a good job. Oh, I'm super appreciative of you guys, you know, letting me tag along, dragging me all over Michigan. Yeah. And, uh, we had we had yeah. one funny fun night. Uh, me and Brant went to this place called Z's mm-hmm. that is next to the uh, hotel in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we uh, got some good pizza there, and they did karaoke there. They did, and so we went over there with the intention of just having a slice of pizza, maybe a drink, and then calling it a night, and then. We were having some fun conversation, and then before you know it, we're on stage and <laughs> we're singing uh, what well, sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yeah. Me and Brent both sang sledgehammer. 
And uh, mm-hmm. there was this, it was just a weird mix of people, weird energy in that place. But it was fun. That pizza was great over there. We had sushi um, one day. We went to a place, sushi place was awesome. Um, I, I will say, like, when you've, when you've traveled around and, you know, when I open for Reap, we do tend to find karaoke. It's kind of a, yeah you know, fun thing to do on the road. Once you see it in Nashville, you're, you're spoiled, man. That there was, wolf. there was some rough. Yeah. There was some, there was some (laughs) Some like, uh, college douche, douche dudes. Yeah. Who went up there (laughs) because they looked good. The girls would scream at them and, and then, but they were just, it was, it was horrible. Um, (laughs) and then, then then these other girls get up there and just think it's funny to scream the song the whole time Uh and just laugh and giggle at stuff. That's not funny and jump around. And they were the ones money. that uh, threw money at each other. Yeah, they were throwing money at each other. And left it. Left it up there. <laughs> Why didn't we pick it up? I I did pick it up and hand it to the guy who was running oh, the microphone. Okay, okay. I, I nicknamed him George. I never got his real name. And I just started, <laughs> I just started picking up the ones and handing them to the guy running the karaoke. So, um, yeah. What's some of your highlights, John Hereford? What What show did you like the best? I mean that theater place. Huh, huh, huh. Theater place was cool. I was um I was impressed with the the small the Howard City uh Rockford and Muskegon how just how awesome the audiences were. Yeah. Just literally it just I can't get over it. they were unpoliced, they were un and just you know, every show listen, Don who brought us through there and put all this together was super great. Uh, you know, we had one like the stage uh, that we performed on the last show. Um, I mean, that thing was smaller than Brent. I don't know how you stood up there and didn't fall <laughs> oh, off. Right. If, if I put my wall. Feet, yeah. If you put your heel on brick if, wall, your toes would go over yeah, the stage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So every show <laughs> was there was weird. one thing where you were like this. Could you just? It's tweak? so close to perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, but the audience. So I was. I mean, that's something. I maybe wouldn't do the entire week, but that that little thing I would do again in a heartbeat in six or seven months. Go back up there. Oh, I, yeah. I think what we just did at all all these at at all these little venues. Uh, there's definitely room uh, to do a lot more and make it e- even cooler. It yeah. wasn't a hell by any means. It, they weren't the hell gigs that I that I thought they were going to be when we first said we should do these because we went in them thinking Correct. that these were going to be a little bit difficult or haha, it's going to be um, and not the people who showed up. You know, mm-hmm. dumb stuff, mic stands, lights, nobody cares, and you know, there's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. No, but nobody cares. Uh, but the people, um, you know, were awesome. Uh. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm trying to think of. I want to. I'm trying to send Alan a, a text message. Alan, look for a text. Uh, I'm going to show one picture of the theater. The one that's uh, in Holland it was an actual theater. That mm-hmm. was the only one that didn't yeah. have a bowling alley attached. And that one was yeah. that one was really cool. Uh, our green room was the balcony. Because yeah. they didn't have a green room, um, and there's another. I'm going to show <laughs> the picture I took of John staring at the uh, off into the lake. I'm texting <laughs> Alan two pictures. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think. Yeah, my my least favorite was the banquet one, the banquet looking room. My favorite was probably that last one we did. With that was in Muskegon, which John you thought was going to be the worst one. Well, that's what yeah, that was- yeah, I thought Muskegon was only because of uh, you know, because we see the numbers, all the other ones we we knew what how many people we wanted to sell tickets for. Yeah. And I heard, and then it was the numbers throughout the week, it like doubled. So that that place, whatever it had, three, three, four hundred yeah. people in. Although I heard a great story about a comedian, and I don't know if I should if we want. <laughs> were you there when when uh don was telling the story about a uh a, a comedian uh and what happened there 
I guess I won't say his name. There was a comedian that got booked there, and he got booked there with a guarantee. So which, usually, you know, which, which, which venue are we talking about? The last one, rap Mesquite. Okay, got you. Okay. Uh, and I'll obviously you guys know this, but I'll tell the people listening. So you either get booked as a comic, you either get a guarantee, which means you show up and you get paid X, no matter if there's one person or if there's a thousand people. Then another way you get paid is uh, uh, is a door deal. You get 80, 20%. So you get 80% of the door and the, the club gets 20, but it's uh, if you don't sell any tickets, then you don't make any money. So this particular comic goes to the Muskegon place and has a guarantee. So he knows he's getting paid, whether it's zero people or a million. He knows he's getting paid. He said yes to that amount and flew out there. It's not, it's not a surprise. There were 90 people in the show, right? So there are 90 people in that room. So divide what we had by three and, you, and you'll have 90 ish people. Yeah. And he said to Don, who who was trying to do this and bring comedy up all through the, that area, you know, um, he said to him, I'm too big a star to perform in front of 90 people. I'm not going out. I'm not performing. Huh. And then Don said, yeah, you are. You have a contract and you're you're literally at the place. You're getting paid no matter what. There's, you know, almost 100 people. You're going, yeah. And he said, no, I'm, I'm too famous to be seen only in front of 90 wow. people and left and didn't perform. I never heard that story. He didn't tell me that. He'd never performed. And then the guy sent him an, uh, an email saying, hey, maybe next time I'm there, when I'm there again, um, you can bring more. You can get more of your friends to show up. <laughs> That shit pisses me like it paid like like we're such I don't know I you know I know there's a blue collar I'm not saying I'm not taking names from people but the, but maybe it's a di- different work ethic growing yeah. up in a Michigan or a blue collar town where you perform in front of you know your con I, I've done shows in front of what's the least amount of show people you you've performed for probably three. Three, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the three to four range, yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what about you, Bray? Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, ninety yeah, is a I, good number. Ninety on Wednesday, ninety. You, you you're too big of a. Uh, you can't go in front and like I don't get. Is it a power move? Because why would you Not, fly all the way there? You know, because yeah. you saw where it is. It's not the easiest place to fly into. You're coming from Los Angeles, so that's a little bit of a, a flight. Okay, okay. And you don't just, you know, get on Brent, stage and make up an excuse. Do you know who he's talking about, Brent? No, I didn't. I didn't hear that story either. Crap, I don't either. But it's like it's you're also talking about ninety paid tickets, like people that are excited to see you. Yeah, S Rose Forty says it was Sebastian Menescalco. but I don't know if Why that's would true. You think it was me. I'm not going up there. I'm not going up in front of ninety people. I'm the kind of person who performs. I'm not going up in front of ninety people. I'm not going up in front of ninety people. I'm not going up in front of ninety people. I'm not Oh, sweet. Uh, so so you don't have to say it, but I can. Oh, but real, real, real quick, oh, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. Sebastian. We should also say that it was, it was, it was not Sebastian. No, it was not Sebastian. <laughs> I'll drop a hint though, if you don't mind, John. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I, I just. I just like not saying it because it draws out the story. Well, this guy it, was, it was also, he was on. He was a guest one time on Country Ish. Oh, so there show you up. Go. Did he get mad? Did he get mad when did, you didn't have him early on when people are just coming on live and there was only 33 people? <laughs> you know, we weren't like, going live, so I didn't too. have to worry about the numbers. Um, <laughs> D. Allen Jackson, did you ever get the pictures I text to you? I'm looking at the private. Oh, okay. So that's the theater gig that we did. Um, and they had this was the, the night after we performed without a mic stand. Now they have two mic stands mm-hmm. and two stools, and the theater was great. Um, 
And then uh, I was a little disappointed, John, that we didn't go up and do a Q&A together. I really kind of thought we should do that. I brought it up to you once or twice, and you didn't seem excited about it. So I'm curious as to what your thought process was on that. Maybe we could have. I don't know. I'm always from the believer of, you know, what if no one asked questions? But that's dumb because everybody was huge fans of yours. People at one of the shows, maybe that one was was yelling stuff you did or lines from some of the movies that you did. Not uh, obviously not even the Hemi stuff that but but a couple of those shows. Yeah, they went. You know, I didn't think anyone knew who I was. My only street cred was he's from Michigan, and people from Michigan automatically um, clap for that. Um, um, we could have made it funny. We could have made it live. I don't yeah, know. We we should have done that just to have some content for for this for our uh, sizzle reel that we were doing. Um, but uh, but I want to show the other picture of the Alan Jackson. I sent you there. there it is. <laughs> There is John walks down to the edge of the water by himself and just stares at the water. Well, you were there for a long time. Look, I just my shoulders are just hunched over. Like I'm literally thinking if I swim out past that pole and keep swimming, then they'll say it was an accident. (laughs) You'll hit Chicago. Yeah. Right? Like (laughs) I just swim out and I just start a new life. In Chicago, I wish you could see his footwear um, in that picture. But yeah, this man had one decision to make. (laughs) Or maybe I was staring at the the kid that's right in front that looked like they were drowning, even though they had a a blow up thing around their neck. It Um, does look like a a scene from Jaws. I mean, that beach kind of reminded me of the beach in Jaws, even though in Jaws it was, you know, ocean. Um, This is a lake. But it kind of looked, the sand was really fine and powdery. That felt mm-hmm. great. You know what I did learn? I'm not going to, I won't have time to send it. So we were in the back, and I'm going to try to find it right now. I worked out yesterday and today just because of um, how I looked when I would play boxing. Oh yeah! I'm like I've, I've, I'm like, I've turned in, I've turned into an old man. My shoulders are are hunched. I'm, I'm bald. Uh, I have kind of like those skinny old man arms where they're <laughs> you know, you know those guys where just it just becomes atrophy. So in my gut and just my skinny legs, I had I had a body issue problem. So I worked out yesterday. Worked out today, and I'm, I'm dropping 15 pounds. I'm getting. I'm getting back in shape. When we held up bowling balls, you did that thing like you you held up like both yeah, wings. Like Michael Jordan. Like yeah. with the balls, and I, yeah. I couldn't even do it. Uh, so <laughs> I had to find like the super littlest one. Uh, but yeah. But I said the video me, that let I me, let, Alan. Oh, oh you go yeah. ahead. You want to give the video first? I was going to give you a compliment. No, no. Give me the yeah, – yeah. No, give me the – Oh, yeah, yeah. When we were uh, – uh, where was it? Rockford. That was Rockford, yeah. The the green room that they gave us was in the basement, and the basement was a, a makeshift gym, I guess, that the owner made for him. Mm-hmm. So there was a punching bag hanging from the, the ceiling. There was workout equipment. Bowling balls were everywhere. It was dusty and kind of dirty and gringy. And John walks over. When you see a punching bag, any man is going to walk over and give it a couple of jabs. John Heffern goes over there, does some combo like a legit, yeah. To where he's like going, like he's actually doing the <laughs> making making the hissing noises that boxers do, the and hitting the bag hard with like a combo. And I was like, oh snap, John's got some skills. You didn't look like an old man when yeah. you were doing that, John Hefford. You look like you look well, like that's you good to know. How to box. Well, that's good to know. So I I box today, and I figure I got to put the shoe. I'm going to get the shoulders to come back a little. I don't know how you get rid of man boobs. I don't, I might get that cryos, whatever, where they can just kind of freeze the fat cells <laughs> out of your boobs. Uh, I might get some like tummy, you know, stuff. Um, yeah. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I think I'm we ready. Uh, you just got to detox, you know what I mean? Like do a sober October, <laughs> just drink water 
and uh, just eat fruits and vegetables for one month. Let's do it, guys. Oh. Let's do. Let's be one of those those the rap the the like like the Joe Rogan gang where they all get yeah. together and do a sober October. Y'all, y'all do, do, do the challenge. They challenge each other and they make fun of each other and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Um, I'm doing it with it without you. But uh, when are you doing it? No drinking for in October. Mm-hmm. Brent, you doing it? Oh, I got. I, I could do it. I wish I should probably do it. Yeah, something like we're quitting. Did Alan? Did you get the video? Wait. Almost almost that, hit the moonwalk on carpet. Hard to do. That Why wasn't the did you get the boxing one? The one I said and after that. The carpet is awesome. I can't. Yeah, that bowling alley just put in that new carpeting. If you want to go to a really cool bowling alley, uh whipping a Muskegon. I forgot what it was, but they, they I've never seen so many lanes. That was like from a movie or bowling for dollars had to be shot there. There were like well, the, 50 lanes. The, um, the other John, there was actually, I don't know if you talked about him before I got here. There was a third John uh, who was kind of hanging out, helping. He said that they host the like world bowling championships there. Oh, yeah, I believe really? it. Really? Yeah. We went yeah, that's so the like, lane. We have, we have video of it, but we can't show it because it's super dark. Me and John. Uh, okay. I know we're throwing a lot at Alan. Uh, so, Alan, you have the me boxing one, but earlier you showed a picture of just this cavernous uh, bowling uh, lanes, all brand new. There's nobody in it. It's it's the ones we were talking about. Uh, me and John went. Brent, you weren't there. We went mm-hmm. behind the bowl where the where the balls go and where the pins are. Yeah, and saw yeah. the machines that run that thing. Because you always think when you bowl, you just bowl it and they just kind of disappear. And Don, the guy who had us, said, this is the mean ghost haunted place. The first place we were at, at Howard City, he says, every time you turn machines on, you hear a woman talking to her kids. So, but, but they're friendly. So we went to this one. And in Muskegon, the Muskegon Bowling Alley, I guess back in the 50s was like a, was like a, a, a gun running drug. It was like every, like, yeah, Sandy, listen, you're going to get one of these right in, the, right in the face. And they had the Tommy guns. Like it was that place. So when you, when you went back there, that's where all the like murders took place. If the mafia or whatever. And while we were walking, it, it looked like the movie saw it was super, super scary when we were back yeah. there. And then we, we went were- into some back room. Yeah. Go ahead, John. I was gonna say it was just me, you, and the uh, the the one guy. Um, I forgot his damn name. But anyway, we had our phones. We were using the light from our phones behind this machine. Right? He was telling all the stories about the murders that happened back there, the people that died back there, what happens. <laughs> and I started. I you know, like when you're watching ghost hunting stuff, and they always talk about the temperature just changed. Like. I literally felt a cold zone at one point where we were walking and it got really cold. I was like, I'm very skeptical. I was just like, that's weird. And then we kept going and we went to this one little room that had a cage. And when we got in the cage, my arm hairs just went whoosh. It stood straight up. I'm like, I, we got to get out of here. And then we started going back and I thought I'd play a fun little joke on John Heffron. As we're walking back, I took the straw out of my drink and I threw it up ahead and it made a, a little bit of a noise. And John Heffern stopped and went like, oh, you. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, that was you. Yeah. Oh. Yes, because I said, I go, it's, it's probably it's probably mice. It's probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I was, uh, it was me throwing a straw. <laughs> I like to have yeah, fun. You can't see. Hold on. Oh, uh, you can't see John. It's John showing me his arms. 
all day totally. Because he said when we closed the door, he heard, get out. Or something like that. <laughs> I, I was trying to make you scared. <laughs> hey, uh, that one John, was, oh, what's his? I only kicking in. I didn't get the video from you of boxing. Did you try to send that? Okay. Just the uh, boxing video? Can. I've got the one where you guys are uh, doing yeah. the football and golf poses, but uh, anyway. I might have some of him boxing up in here somewhere. Um, right here. I got it right here. This is one where I look like old man right here. Yeah. But you're doing combos. But I see my yeah. bald head. And you're also like and dodging, like, rocking. And like you're not just punching, like you're putting my... your whole shoulder into it. Yeah. This is where I did put them up, put them up. See how skinny my arms are, though? Right there, I went that. So I'm <laughs> writing. I'm writing. Those are nice power shots. So that would, that would. So that's pretty good shot. That was a rocket. That was a liver. That, that was a liver shot right there. Yeah. Those are some pretty good shots. I got to be honest with you. So where's our next place? Should, should we pick another? Uh, should we pick a random city and, and try to do a weekend somewhere in the next couple of months before it gets wintry? Well, what should we do? What I'm, out there? I'm, I'm digging the bowling alley thing, right? Like I thought that was cool. I, it, uh, we just got to yeah. make sure in the contract that we get the things that we need. We just got to make sure yeah. lighting, sound, mic stands, all that stuff. That's got to be in there right so that's the only change i would have made so so if it's not a bowling alley like what other state has its own thing that they like to do that's you know like i didn't know michigan loved bowling that much like there was commercials there were commercials (laughs) for bowling i've seen on television where it just said hey get out there and bowl like that that's not for a bowling alley just the yeah. sport in general. We could probably do three week tour of bowling alleys. But if we did it next time, I'm I'm going full on sponsors. By the way, we were promised new new shoes, bowl, uh, bowling balls, and stuff, and we never yeah. got them. But never was uh, up ever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, we would go huge sponsors. So like next time, I would go to Quicken Loans, a big like a a Michigan company, uh, maybe even a booze company. That would have us, we, we'd get a bus, we'd get a, a, a thing and just show up and do three weeks of those. Like fall of next year. Yeah. We should, we should plan. Because it's going to get winter and it's going to be freezing. And it's just going to be super cold. We, like, I'm really, not driving. You think I drive crappy now? Wait till there's, there's ice on <laughs> That will <laughs> also be an amendment. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have your own ride. Yeah. Tr- yeah, travel. yeah. Yeah. I don't want to drive next time. I don't want to be the designated driver. But yeah. Um yeah, maybe Michigan bowling alley is the thing. You you could be like an honor, honorary Michigander guy. You're starting you're more you're in a bunch of cities. You mm-hmm. kind of see how how people are. You're kind yeah. of learning it, you know. Yeah, I I'm happy with Mich- Michigan. I think they liked me. They, they I was do. worried they, I was worried about, you know, the whole you know, being a Southern boy coming up to Michigan and they were all like, no, dude, look at us. Look at what you're at. <laughs> yeah. We're, you're in a, we, you're we're, in a bowling alley of 1100 people. Yeah. 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 Reap and I also found out that like, they are like, you have that, that stereotype of like Southern charm and everybody's very patient and nice all the time. We found people in Michigan were very nice, but they did not have the patience for us to just mess around with them. <laughs> Mm. oh yeah that's what, you know I, what I mean remember. like, they, like really- as nice as they could be but as soon as like you know you just kind of tried to make a joke to them or something they were like now nah, i got stuff to do yeah move on they uh yeah oh let's talk about the hot tub and the sauna and the and the uh swimming pool that was fun going down there in the sauna um got really really uh mm-hmm. i was happy that that was that existed down there john said you, you could build one in your house for pretty cheap right a dry sauna. Uh, yeah, dry yeah, sauna. yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We're at an hour. Uh, I okay, think we got to wrap this one up. Leave it in the comments section uh, for everyone watching us now. What's the next tour? Is it bowling alleys? Is it a different sporting event we don't know about? Is it pickleball? Uh, t- are we doing tennis courts? Are we doing Brent a run Blake? of arcades? Blake yeah. Blake what about a, a run of uh, I would say glamour shop? 
glamour shot places that Let's no longer exist. Mm-hmm. Hair salons want to do a run of hair salons and put it to the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, leave your your opinion about where we should do it. We should get in uh, a wineries. Michigan bowling alleys. This time we're going to get an IP, like a beer IP, to sponsor us, dude. So we're, we're, we got three different sections of the world we'll work on. Okay, I, I dig it. Stay I dig it. it. Thank you, Brent Blakeney, for uh, this up, weekend. Yeah, Real quick, uh, House of Comedy in uh, Mall of America. If if you live out there, I'm there. Are you um, sure? I thought uh, I thought uh, Michael Rappaport was going to be there. <laughs> He's there every other weekend. I'm I'm there on the off off day, so I'll be there this weekend. I'll miss you guys. I'll miss you, but we'll talk. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go take driving courses now. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Peace out, everybody. Uh, You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Since you love the Heffron and Reap Show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do.